Right, welcome to the eighth episode of the Inner Space Theory with your host, Joshua Marino. And today is probably one of my favorite days. No, it's not Monday. It's literally just this podcast. It's just this topic. Um, and I gave it this iconic title called Power People. You know, I try to get ready with my, my titles and everything like that and try to make it, you know, pertain to what I'm going to talk about. You know, it's kind of, I guess, facetious, maybe in a sense, but uh, nothing too crazy. But um, all right, go on and get to it. So to jump into it, um, I'm going to give you guys a brief history lesson about a certain human being who I think is um, at the forefront of uh, being definitely, the, 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 in my opinion, he's way better than Thomas Edison. I mean, the guy was phenomenal in his thought. Um, he worked just amazingly and i mean his research and, and and the efforts that he's put into society honestly they they very much so go very very <laughs> unspoken unheard of and un Ugh, it's actually upsetting but i'm talking about nikolai tesla the same name you hear nowadays with elon musk and his company but where that name came from is nikolai tesla himself he was born July 10th, 1856 in Smidjan. I, I don't speak Croatian or Serbian or anything like that. So this is my best pronunciation of it. Pronunciation. Smidjan, the Austrian Empire, which is modern day Croatia. He died January 7th, 1943 in New York City. Good job, New York. You killed the guy. Um, he's Serbian-American. He uh, went to Graz University of Technology, but he dropped out, sadly enough. Um, he won 11 awards, and he has about 25 significant interventions, uh, one including the AC motor, obviously his Tesla coil, which I'll definitely get into because, I mean, come on. And uh, the plasma globe, I don't know if anybody's ever been to um, certain zoos and uh, I think aquariums and other museums have them. They're like that little, you know, thing that you touch and then like the electricity like goes to your fingers and stuff. And it makes you feel cool as a kid. He invented that. And also the death ray. Yeah, Tesla wasn't playing. Um, and he studied electrical and mechanical engineering. Um, but to uh, go on into it, the world is one big connected chaos. All energy is connected dead or alive like i stated before nothing truly dies energy is just transferred our bodies with our heads attached are just like power lines just like that um nikolai tesla's wireless energy and power transfer that's what he called it it's just it's a power transfer um i guess you can probably see where i'm going with this already um this experiment led him to create the tesla coil from 1891 to 1898 he experimented on the tesla coil in 1901 he worked on a large high voltage wireless energy transmission system called the warden cliff tower or the tesla tower and at the top of the tower was a charged conductive upper layer in the atmosphere so in a sense 
Um, trying to paint a picture for you guys if you don't look it up yourself. Basically, what he did, he used the atmosphere as his conductor. Because, I mean, you got hot and cold air going up there and obviously thunderbolts, lightning. I mean, uh, come on. You know, it's 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 pretty straightforward <laughs> not to be, you know, rude or whatever, but it is pretty straightforward. You got a big metal rod. I mean, y'all remember Ben Franklin? Dude had a key on a kite. This guy has a tower. Right. So enough said. And he also used um, the earth itself as the medium for conducting the currents. So basically, um, yeah, I mean, the earth will conduct its own amount of energy. And I mean, if you know so much about the electromagnetism of the earth itself, once you get down to the core, the mantle and everything like that, it has a certain amount of metals that can hold and conduct electricity, not let it escape and go wild like it does in the air. But it does significantly, you know, conduct a good amount of electricity. So he's really, really smart on that one. Uh, the bottom half was made out of wood, so that also helped to lower the conductivity, like kind of control it more. Um, and the top was obviously made out of steel, like I said, and it was about 68 feet in diameter. All right. So put that in your brains, you know, everything I just said, compile that all together and let's go to the next part. The Great Pyramid of Giza doesn't have the usual fixings of a typical Egyptian tomb. The Great Pyramid of Giza is actually the biggest pyramid, quote-unquote, pyramid of uh, Giza, even though you know, it literally is a pyramid. But when you get the connotations of a pyramid, you know, you don't really, most people don't think um, of geometry, of the shape. <laughs> y'all think of tombs, y'all think of mummies, and, you know, it's Kafka and all that stuff. So, no, uh, the Great Pyramid of Giza is a very, very significant uh, pyramid. It's completely different from the rest, and I'm going to get to it. Um, it contains angled tunnels that lead not only into the pyramid, but deep underground. Like I said, remember what I said about Tesla's tower, right? It's got 20 ton swivel doors that can be opened with this with just a hand. Like regular human beings are just walking in there, 20 ton door. Oh, how you doing, guys? Like it's nothing, right? You got a little baby. I ain't going to go that far and say it was a baby. <laughs> was once covered in white polished limestone or casting stones. You guys can look up what casting stones are on a later date. This made the pyramid reflect the sun like a mirror. Also made the inside of the pyramid perfectly, I mean perfectly insulated. Like I said, casting stones, I mean you can kind of think about what a cast is and you know um, a modern day cast uh, right now, uh, if you look that up, that's uh, how most whiskey is made. They put it in a quote unquote cask. That's C-A-S-K, all right? A cast, like with a T. Um, so Dolomite was made inside of the pyramid, not the character, the actual, you know, stuff. <laughs> but yes, Dolomite was made inside of the pyramid, which increased electrical conductivity. Passageways and underground tunnels lined with granite, slightly radioactive. Slightly, okay? Slightly, not like majorly, not like you walk in there, all of a sudden you walk out with like a third hand or something. Um, granite contains high amounts of quartz crystal with metal 
a well-known conductor of piezoelectricity. Piezoelectricity powers quartz wristwatches just by shaking them. If, it, if anybody's ever had a watch like that, you know, all you, you know, your grandpa be like, hey, just shake, you know, just flick the wrist, shake it up, and that's how you get it started. All right, that's simple technology. That is, that is electricity that's literally given by nature. We didn't, we didn't even have to make that. That's already here. As long as you just get the chemistry right, you you got it. You know, it's there. Electricity is already made. Simple as just shaking it. I mean, that's amazing, honestly. Um, <clears throat> but tension was built from the air, also in the passageways made. You know, the piezoelectricity actually happen. So, in in short, I mean, you've got a really well structured quote unquote pyramid here that is making a lot of electricity. You know. So it's um, it's 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 kind of funny thinking about it when you really just think about how little everybody knows about the pyramids. But it's um, it's being told right here today. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can find it on YouTube or something like that. But um, northwest of the Great Pyramid is Serapim. Again, I don't speak Egyptian either. I speak a little bit of Arabic, but hey, not Egyptian Arabic. That's different. Um, Serapim is uh, obviously northwest of that pyramid. 20 huge granite boxes were found weighing 100 tons there. 100 tons. 20 of them. 20 of them. There are 100 tons, man. You know how many elephants that is, bro? I'm not doing the math. That's like 200 elephants. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like the ancient people had apparently this power or whatever, quote unquote. Um, But uh, to give you guys a little quote, um, well, insight into how this all connects. Um, electrical engineers would tell you that a container serving as a energy capacitator or battery must be made of the same substance just so there isn't an interruption in the magnetic field. Now, remember, I just said that those are 20 huge granite boxes weighing 100 tons, so, you know, n- northeast of the pyramid, not at the pyramid. All right, so it's got the same material as the pyramid. You know, making connections, making it uh, stick in your brain. How's that going? Um, but the goal known into it, one of these sarcophagi, quote unquote, is in the museum and is cracked, mainly thought to be unfinished, but with this information that pe- that piece was abandoned because it would have ruined the magnetic field. Like, um, how can I explain? Honestly, I, in, in, in literal sense, if you have a chipped battery, it's, it's, it's disconnecting the circuit. You know, all electricity it goes through conductors. It, just, it don't just sit there like, you know, how fire gets, you know, you can kind of contain a fire. Electricity can be contained, but very, very closely. And if you contain it well, you're good. But cracks and everything like that as soon as that happens i mean electricity it's basically you could say um you know you're you have a a a horse race and the horses start going they make the first turn they make the second turn they make the third turn they're coming down the open stretch they're about to win then all of a sudden somebody just opens the gate to the right now horses do have blinders but they're gonna see that and they're just gonna automatically run there that's what you can imagine about an electric current going, you know, towards a broken battery or chipped battery. It just pops out and that's what it's going to do. <clears throat> but to continue, 
<laughs> Copper lining was found in, quote unquote, the queen's room. This was a small passageway that um, led into a, a fairly, fairly small room um, compared to the rest of the rooms. And, and again, quote, room um, in the Great Pyramid. And everybody just thought it was the queen's room because it was just so obscure. It was, you know, out of place and everything. And um, yeah, let's go on with it. Copper is necessary for running electrical currents. These monuments, pyramids, are thought to be double the age we used to think. So like, think about what you think, you know, how old the pyramids are and like double or maybe even triple that, honestly. Because with this technology, it, it, it's, it's, there's just no way that um, they can be that young, just genuinely. And also, well, I'll get into it. <laughs> Jumping ahead of myself right now. Um, water had to be used to truly activate the limestone off of the principle of capillary action. Okay? Look up capillary action. Well, okay, I'll give you... No, a little short no, message of that. Capillary action, if you can basically compare, um, you get yourself a glass of water, right? And another glass of water, and there's more water in the glass to the right. Let's say the glass is uh, half empty, half full, however you want to put it. Um, and you get yourself a towel and put like, you know, probably like a little, like little, little bit of water in the other glass. But if you get yourself a paper towel and stick it in that, half empty, half full glass and lead, you know, lead the other end into the other glass, eventually the water will seep into that towel and just drip slowly into the other glass. That is capillary action. So you apply all of that into what I'm talking about here with the pyramids and the limestone and how the capillary action is going to be stuck to the limestone, which creates tension along with the air passageways now i'm going to call them regular passageways they're air passageways at this point along with all that pressure conducting electricity piezoelectricity okay so yeah i mean that water flowing into the pyramid adds pressure to the surrounding quartz which further activates piezoelectricity and obviously if i don't know if anybody's ever told you guys this but that top of that pyramid was solid gold man that's why it's gone they stole that thing <laughs> so the top of the pyramid was solid gold. Obviously, you know, obviously a very strong conductor. Again, you know, uh, tying the two together of how, you know, Tesla's tower and the Great Pyramid of Giza kind of, you know, work out right there. Um, the geographic location of the pyramid is where electromagnetic forces magnify and where teller, telleric Telluric currents are the strongest. I've, I've struggled with that word a good bit, honestly. I'm not going to lie. I don't know why. Because I want to say telluric. Um, telluric. I want. You know what? I'm going to keep it at telluric, all right? Telluric currents are the strongest, all right? And also, small, you know, fact right here. No soot marks from flames in the pyramids. No soot marks in that pyramid at all. None. So to further indicate that they didn't need any fire to make light, they already seen their way in there. Um, yeah, 
that's funny, right? Because I don't know if anybody's ever seen the mummy or um, anything related to uh, like like Egyptian movies and stuff like that. Um, I know in the mummy there was a moment I think Brendan Fraser was walking through and uh, he like touched the wall and um, there was soot on it. That's usually what um, you know flames give off. It leaves like a little small coat. It's kind of like dust. It's like dust and charcoal put together. Um, but that happens when you light a flame next to all that granite and all those rocks and everything. But that pyramid does not have it. Indicating that people were not in there with flames. Indicating that people were majority of the time not really in there. In a sense, it's just one big power plant and it worked naturally. Um, my theory is that very much so. Uh, I mean, if you, you could look it up, the most most deserts were, um, you know, great great bases of water great bodies of water um the grand canyon was not there without water all of that rock was carved through water you look at the grand canyon and then you look at um i guess you could say trenches in in like the great barrier reef or trenches just in the in open ocean it looks just like vaguely like the grand canyon it's all cut up with water water is a very dangerous thing you know it cuts through damn near anything given the, the right amount of time all right <sighs> so yeah um the pyramid was made more than ten thousand years before tesla's tower and honestly you can even throw it further back you could say maybe even twenty thousand maybe even thirty thousand damn it let's throw the rock and let's say fifty thousand years ago boom all right pictures are seen depicting light bulbs in the pyramids Mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, there, there are you can uh, again, I'm not a scholar in this stuff. I just looked it up and I connected my dots and did my own little research. You guys can, too. You could look it up that there are very specific depictions of little people, <laughs> little Egyptian people holding what looks like a big light bulb. Now, what I you know, like I don't like the correlation is just like ridiculous because I'm just like. But there are no artifacts of light bulbs. None. So where did they get the idea of it? What, what, how do you just draw that? You know, like, I get it. I'm not an artist and stuff like that. But, bro, the inspiration you have to have to bring up something that you've never seen before sounds godlike. It sounds very, uh, like, alien-like, you know, very otherworldly in a sense. Or they had it. Is that hard to believe? You know, is it hard to believe that ancient people had technology that we do have now, but they use different methods? Is it hard to believe that after thousands of years that we just forgot it? And after thousands of years of um, civilizations just clashing with each other and just, you know, trying to be on top of each other, ruining and dismantling each each civilization that they basically plundered and invaded. I don't think that's hard to believe. Um, I mean, look what America has done to, to, you know, look at what England has done to Africa. All of the artifacts and everything that they have in their museums have literally torn down a lot of African nations and a lot of African, you know, civilizations back in the past. So I don't think it's that hard to truly grasp the fact that that knowledge is lost. It was lost. And somehow, some way, Nikolai Tesla pulled it out of his brain. Somehow, some way, he had the 
the great thought of just um, being like, you know what? I, I, I think we can get rid of wires. I really think we can do it. And he worked on it. He, he used the earth, as I, like I said, he used the earth. He didn't even have to, you know, think of many artificial ways of doing this. The earth itself is one great science project, you know? Um, I mean, and a lot of people really, really just forget about it. People just neglect it, you know? Um, so <laughs> it's kind of funny when you think about it, you know? Um, because whenever I look at it, um, there's obviously water being involved with uh, the Tesla Tower because that wood goes all the way down into the earth. Um, I didn't look up how far it went down, but it had to go significantly far. I want to say maybe like 50 feet or something like that, just enough to where there's enough moisture coming from the ground, you know, water and everything like that soaking up into the wood and it's going to add that pressure and conduct electricity just like the Great Pyramid of Giza did. Um, so uh, when you look at that, you've got water, you've got a certain amount of structure, you've got this head that is kind of conducting electricity um, freely. It's, it's not, you know, a straight metal rod, even though um, the pyramid of Giza had basically two separate parts to it um but obviously they were they obviously they had better knowledge of this stuff than tesla did tesla you know tried his hardest to do this stuff but uh he wasn't really funded properly um oh little little side fact right here jp morgan you know everybody knows jp morgan i know you, i know people have seen the name jp morgan's usually the advertisement behind like the u.s open and tennis and stuff like that and golf and all that um, one of the major banks, uh, that, that I think they, uh, help out with like Chase and stuff like that, um, used to be a oil company and JP Morgan himself, um, personally sabotaged Tesla because, and here we go, American greed at its finest. Tesla wanted free power for everyone. Tesla wanted that tower to power the entire city. He wanted free flowing electricity, getting rid of wires, dangerous wires that they can get cut off, fallen off, drop off and, you know, kill people. You know, he wanted wireless electricity for the entire city. Lights, beacons, you know, and, and, and it would spread effortlessly, effortlessly. But JP Morgan bogged him down and made sure that no investor invested in Tesla, damn near blackballed him out of, you know, all of his projects and uh, damn near killed the man, you know, because the government started seizing a lot of his, his, his inventions and saying all these other things. I mean, you can look it up, really, um, and do really try to ruin his life. And that, that's that's really wild about, about greed, you know, and that's another thing. Um, the old the oral tradition is a funny thing. Um and it's funny how it all kind of coincides because you look at this, you look at JP Morgan and how he was a oil titan, got his money off of that. And you look at it today, you look at all the people that are fighting for oil, for, uh, for crude oil consumption and to continue it because they want their job, not realizing that the earth is slowly just crumbling under their feet. You know, they're like, no, I want my job. I want my job. I'm making money. Y'all trying to ruin my job. Y'all trying to ruin my livelihood. Well, then be a human being and adapt and find another job. No offense, guys. But seriously, 
the earth is crumbling down and it's dying. Granted, it's dying no matter what, because it is uh, an alive thing, just like the sun, just like the, well, not necessarily the moon. I'll take that back. The moon is just a little rock, sadly enough. Doesn't have enough, you know, mixtures in it to do anything. But nevertheless, um, yeah, it's funny how today people are still fighting for oil and coil, coil, oil and coal. Like it, that's just crude stuff that is just eventually just tearing apart our atmosphere, tearing apart our, even our, our, our ground, you know, and it's just like, wow, y'all really want the money that bad monetary monetary possessions um that is only going to be here momentarily because it's not going to stay with you when you die that's about it um but uh i'm gonna leave that i'm gonna drop i'm gonna drop the mic on that one and um i'll leave it with a uh nice little sentence but um our bodies act similar to these structures just saying Alright, I'd like to wrap it all up um, with a few questions for you guys. Um, a few things that'll get your minds rolling and speculating and uh, concentrating and stuff like that. Um, uh, again, I do. I, w- I, w- I would love for this podcast to be interactive and people to have questions and suggestions or anything like that. So it, it, it's a back and forth kind of thing. And maybe I can, you know, further have like guests on here and you know, let's make it all a community kind of thing. And um, everybody's just learning from everybody. That's how it should be. Connectivity, baby. Well, um, in my personal opinion, um, our brain acts as the spearhead conductor, um, similar to the Tesla Tower and the Pyramid of Giza. Um, If you guys remember in school, they did tell you that our brain conducts a good amount of electricity, not, you know, heavily. But just enough, I mean, you look at <laughs> you look at our nerves, our nerves are electrified. That's how it happens. Um, when you want to be shocked to life again, you get shocked. It's called electricity. Our, our bodies can conduct it. Um, the one thing that I think is funny um, is that our body wouldn't accept electricity if we didn't already have it in us. Um I've seen this is probably completely unrelated, but it's still related in a sense because it's related to and within context of what I just said. But uh, for um, there's only a little bit of cannabinoid inside of a woman's breast milk, um, which typically can relax a baby. Bet you didn't know that, huh? Also, that's another reason why we do get high. We wouldn't be able to get quote unquote high. had our bodies not even be, you know, compared, I guess you can say compared or uh, just similar to weed in a sense. Um, that's why, you know, a lot of people, when when, you, when people advocate for weed, they're like, it's natural, it's all natural, it comes from the earth. So do we, you know, so just how people can say that, you know, we're just like the stars in the night sky. We're just like the comets that go flying by because we are made of the, the exact same thing that they are. You know, um, just to throw that out there. But uh, again, our bodies are made up of 70% water, which adds to the tension. Like the Tesla Tower and like the Great Pyramid of Giza could possibly bring about potential energy. 
like the Tesla Tower of the Great Pyramid of Giza. Our bones may act as the natural minerals that help insulate that energy as well. That could be a very good uh, transfer um, or balance or, or grounding method, basically, for our electricity not to go crazy within our bodies and we don't, you know, lose our minds and stuff like that. Our bones could probably, like our bone density could probably act as a very good grounding method, just saying. Um, so for me, uh, when I theorize all these things and I, you know, compile them all in my brain and stuff like that, our next evolution is telepathy, then telekinesis. I mean, we, we, we share our energy all the time. Like, again, I reiterate what I said in my previous podcast. You know how you just see somebody and you're just like, oh, man, I vibe with them in a good way. And then they're like, oh, I don't vibe with them like that in a bad, in a bad way. So it's I think it's funny how um, people use the word energy, 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 energy all the time, but don't even realize their own. And everyone else, nobody ever just sits there and realizes, wow, um, there's got to be more to this. There has to be more to this. Um, the one thing that I've um, kind of picked up on and, and, and noticed is is a thing called oral tradition. Um, and it can be broken down into like an, um, I guess, oral energy, I suppose. Um, you know how people sit there and say words have, you know, a very strong effect. Um, well, they do. And we can break it down into something even smaller, something more scientific. Um, our The volume that we use, our, our voice itself is energy. That's not potential energy. That's kinetic energy. That's the, the wind passages going through your trachea, coming from your lungs and all that. And it's creating a certain amount of friction. The air is going and making a certain amount of friction, making your voice possible. That's energy nonetheless, sir. And you know how your mom used to say, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. There's energy within that. You know, we're, you know, sticks and stones may make my, may break my bones, but, you know, words will never hurt me. That's a damn lie. <laughs> it's a damn lie. That's, that's if you ignorant and, and, and you just ignoring somebody and you just like, you don't want to take in what they said, you know, um, <laughs> It's, it's kind of funny um, because it, 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 it correlates to like how people eat food, uh, how people eat processed food and how it ruins your body and how it ruins your mind. And, you know, most people who eat a lot of processed food usually have a uh, very traumatic uh, mood swings, they have anger issues, uh, depression, uh, maybe an anxiety in two or three or whatever. Um, and then you have these all these healthy people that genuinely are like happy, you know, usually very calm. Um, their thought process isn't that much bothered and stuff like that. Um, so it, it, it's kind of funny that, um, not many people take energy to account because you know how many times y'all already know, like people can say something to you and you're just like, wow, that really affected me. But it's because that energy came out of their mouth and went straight into your brain and you interpreted it. Your, your brain ate it up like food. Like your body does. It, it ate it up, it processed it, and the neurons and all your nerves and everything, they started kicking, and you probably didn't even get no serotonin from it because it wasn't pleasant. You're upset now. So not to be all pessimistic and stuff like that, but yes, words do have a very strong effect. And old tradition, in my opinion, 
is something that correlates that show. If anybody's ever seen Supernatural, um, I think they had an episode where they show like, quote unquote, like all the gods and stuff like that and people believing in them and stuff, you know, like praying to them and the gods who didn't have many people praying to them, they were losing power. That's oral tradition. That's an oral tradition. The reason why, I guess, in that show, you know, Jesus would have more power than, um, let's say, you know, the, the, the I guess, the, the, the native, uh, you know, gods. Um, would, there's just so many followers of Jesus. There's so many people speaking the name Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Um, and it's funny when you sit there and, you know, you're talking about somebody that all of a sudden they pop up. You know, and you can call it coincidence and stuff like that, but stuff works like that. It, it It's funny because, like I said, the, the the earth itself is just one big old science project, man. It's just constantly growing and evolving and it's got its own energy and we're inside of the energy. We were born in a magnetic field. You know, we were we were born in nothing but science. We were born in nothing but energy. Um so for me, you know, the next evolution really is telepathy because we, like I said, we were already on the verge of vibes and stuff like that. <laughs> so um, eventually our brain is going to reach full capacity and the electricity, if, if anyone's ever seen it, electricity can pick things up. Electricity can burn things. Electricity obviously, you know, cooks things and all these other things. Electricity is one of those like plasma, you know, it's going to the fourth state of matter. Plasma itself is is just it's it's so magnificent when you really think about it because it's fast. It's fast. It technically it's faster than the speed of light, I guess, sort of or the same speed, whatever. Um, but it can be controlled. It very much so can be controlled, and um, I just think it's kind of funny. Uh, I'm playing um, Spider-Man Miles Morales and just seeing how he's naturally conducting. Uh, electricity and it's just kind of now hitting my brain how 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 he's literally exemplifying what i'm saying granted he's a superhero he's a fictional character and all that but he had got some kind of kick in there and then boom he's able to conduct electricity without dying um and sooner or later our brains are going to do the same thing um but uh and that's another thing too. Like I, I talked about, I talked to a couple of people about the possibility of like actual magic being um, made. Um, the fact that the electricity that we deal with nowadays is so common, and I, and what I mean by that is our cars, our houses, our phones, our laptops, you know, headphones, anything with wires, anything that's truly conducting electricity. Because I mean. Have y'all sat down in a room and um, let's say you just have one light on and you hear nothing, but you do hear something. You can hear the minute whirring of the electricity. You can hear the electricity. You think it's nothing, but it's electricity. You can hear it. Um, But then you go out into the wilderness and you don't hear that. There's an absence of electricity. There's an absence of that energy. It's not there. And the one thing that kind of makes me start speculating all this stuff is just, what if before we had all this electricity, 
I guess we could go into like the Dark Ages and stuff like that. You know, Merlin, the great magician and stuff like that. King Arthur and everything like that. What if that was true? What if the absence of our electric electrical technology led our brains to be more magical? Led, led our electricity to not be filtrated through our phones? Because how many of y'all have been texting somebody? But man, your vibe different. I know you text. What's wrong, bro? I mean, you know. You texting somebody and y'all text avidly and I'm 100% sure that you guys made a a mental connection. Y'all haven't even met yet, but y'all just know. And y'all can't tell me I'm lying. Y'all just know. Now, what if we just take all that away? And we just take it all away and we start to realize how special our brains are and how magical our brains are. And then all of a sudden we just magic, bro. We start meditating focusing our energy, breathing right, eating right. I mean, how magical can the human body really, really be? And that's food for thought, you guys. Um, I'll leave it at that. Uh, uh, Honestly, again, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. Anybody has any questions, anything like that, suggestions, whatever, hit me up on socials. Instagram is jm underscore gutta. That's G-U-D-D-A. All right. Uh, Facebook is Joshua Marino. Obviously, if you know how to spell Marino, that's on you. I'm not going to spell it out for you. You figure it out. Um, and Twitter is uh, Childish Marino. And it's I think it's at underscore Marino 27. M-A-R-I-N-H-O 27. I spelled that one for you because I know y'all wouldn't figure that one out. But uh, that's me signing out.